0: I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no, did you ever take banned substances to enhance your
1: cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan.
0: I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Oops! The Podcast. I am Julio Gallarotti. Joined, as always... By the hilarious Francis Ellis. Francis, how you doing?
0: Mm, great. Great. Good, good, good things. Yeah.
1: You have your good tea on, man. That tea fits you perfectly. It's one
0: of my favorite teas. I like this tea. When it's I important. wear a good tea, I like it. Yeah. It's
1: important for to find a tea that works. Mm-hmm. You know? On paper, they all work, but in practice, they don't all work.
0: Just tight enough to make me think I'm still working out and, uh, you know, not really. Not really doing any weightlifting anymore.
1: Well, dude, you look good, though. Seeing you in person, like, you look healthy. You look healthier.
0: I think I'm always going to look pretty healthy.
1: <laughs> no, but sometimes you look like... Not well? Very gaunt.
0: Oh, like you God. said, like, when
1: you don't eat, like, you start getting like...
0: People have said that to me. So
1: you look like... You Haggard. Lo- you look like You look... Uh, <laughs> I, I think you look good, man. It's, it's really working.
0: I appreciate that.
1: Got the good shirt. Sometimes like, I'll get a shirt and I think it's great. And then I see myself in the mirror and I look like a pregnant woman. And I'm like, this is not how I want it to look. Yeah.
0: I don't shop online at all. Interesting. I can't do it. Because every time I every time I take a, a shot online, fit. it doesn't work, and I don't have the energy to send things back.
1: Right. Let us not forget that sweatshirt you bought. Oh that god. That nice, snug, form fitting. The, the boxy fucking wear.
0: Stupid Kith sweatshirt. Yeah,
1: it can be hard, man. Like different. Yeah. Each brand has their own situation as far as fit.
0: Without a doubt.
1: You know, dude. Sometimes I can't tell if my shit shrank or if I'm just getting thick, dude. Like, mm. I was just saying this to Chris. Like, my, like I have a bathing suit that I've had for a really long time, and I'm noticing that it just, like, doesn't fit me as well, and I can't tell if it's really because I've dried it too many times, mm-hmm. and it's gotten smaller, or if I'm just getting thick.
0: Bathing suits are getting smaller and smaller for both genders.
1: Like, when you buy them new, in general?
0: I'm saying that what is in vogue...
1: Right, it's the short fit.
0: I remember when you would go to a Ron John surf shop and buy yourself a Billabong pair of board shorts i know that would go below the kneecap
1: i know we've really run the gambit of like the, of the type of person when with a swim trunk trend like it started from like those Billabong things which is like one step removed from a guy who lives on the street in santa monica yes who smokes meth who who hasn't slept in days
0: who wears a visor that just has a weed <laughs> emblem on the front <laughs> just a marijuana leaf yeah exactly yeah
1: and now we fully run the gambit where now the male bathing suit that's cool actually makes you look more feminine than your girlfriend
0: exactly this
1: teeny tiny little thing you're like oh, oh, oh bonjour <laughs> <laughs> yeah. francis can do it better than i can no I'm but sure.
0: the, you're absolutely right i mean the men's bathing suits have gone back towards sean connery and dr no Or totally and uh I think women have become more and more comfortable moving towards a cheeky, almost thongy type thing. I remember back when I went to Miami for the first time. I must have been eight or nine years old with my family. We walked on the beach and I saw a woman wearing a thong bikini and I thought she was breaking the law. <laughs> I was waiting for someone to come apprehend her. I said, she's totally underdressed. This is unacceptable. I'm a nine years old, you know? I should have been wearing dark gas station sunglasses, walking up as close as I could, not turning my head and looking out of the corner of my eye. Did you used to do that, by the way? That's
1: really funny. Um, Like, may I think I was also equally impressed by public nudity. Yeah. I don't know if I used that technique. When we
0: went to, I don't even remember where it was. Did I tell you this? We went to a nude beach for the first time? I don't know. I don't think so topless beach there were women and In i was france yeah it might have been france i don't know where it was and i was wearing sunglasses that i had bought at a gas station twelve dollars sunglasses. Incognito. i thought they were super cool
1: but it was also so you could freely check out well, titties. Right? i
0: didn't even think about it when i bought them but then when i got to the beach i would just walk up and down the beach i mean when you were 12 before you discovered porn uh tits were Seeing a boob was like a, a, a once in a blue moon experience. It was huge, and it was a huge it was a huge deal. And I, all of a sudden, I'm on this nude beach, and I'm walking up and down. I got my sunglasses on, and I'm trying not to turn my head to make it clear that I'm gawking, but I'm also getting a headache because when you stare out of the extreme periphery of your eye, <laughs> your brain starts to hurt, right? <laughs> Just- you turn your eyes all the way to the corner like that to look at food. Dude, that is so funny. And you keep your head straight forward so they don't know. And by the way, it's not creepy because I'm 12 years old.
1: Dude, it's, it's yeah, you're right. You it's get not- a pass
0: on creep behavior until you're like, what, 15, 16? Until yeah. you start drinking protein shakes? I don't yeah, know what it no, is.
1: no, totally. Until you're like, yeah, absolutely. But dude, that's funny. I just picture you walking down the beach with your shades on thinking you're being slick. With that music behind you, oh yeah! (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah! Uh,
0: Just just slowing down when I get to a a thing, but everyone's like, "Why is that guy walking with his head forward so slowly?" (laughs) I think people could tell. Just
1: getting phone numbers, yeah, dude. That reminds me, like the first time I saw tits on screen was in Titanic, Uh which I think for our generation probably wasn't uncommon. And I actually thought, like, which is something similar to what you were saying, that that wasn't allowed. So therefore, I believed that Kate Winslet was wearing a bodysuit
0: <laughs> of tits
1: that were not her real ones because you weren't allowed to do that.
0: Oh, yeah. I remember that. I remember my dad, we, I went with my dad, and he covered my eyes for that scene. Really? That's very And true. it was the entire reason that I had wanted to go to the movie. It was because it was the first PG-13 movie that had nudity in it, right? uh maybe i yeah. think that's what it was I've it tried. wasn't rated r
1: yeah in that time period at yeah. least that's interesting dude yeah i do you, do you ever see that movie he got game oh yeah mm-hmm. i saw that with my dad and he told me that i wasn't allowed to tell my mother Your mom that you'd seen it that i'd seen it and instead i immediately told her and he was really upset at me for <laughs> upwards of two years i imagine he never confessed but he thought i was a little snitch
0: that's a good movie that's a great movie there's a lot of titties in that there and are sex yep and like, I,
1: I was uncomfortable watching it with my dad. I remember like covering my eyes, and he was like, it's "All right, you can watch." Yeah, it. I
0: was like- <laughs> yeah. My dad, to this day, though, if we're watching a movie at home and a sex scene comes on, he'll say something like, "Oh boy," <laughs> you know, like, oh, "Oh, He'll have to address it. He can't just sit there in silence and and know that we've all experienced this bullshit. We're 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 desensitized to it. The family, you know, and then I want, I want to fast forward because I don't want to watch a sex scene with my family.
1: It's uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. I'm do my dad does the same thing. He'll make a comment, but it'll be something much worse than, oh boy, it'll be like, my God, like people do that or something. I'm like, dad, Jesus, it'll be something like, it just makes me really uncomfortable. I'm like, God damn it. Ugh. Dude, I remember the first time I discovered, you know, touching myself. Mm. I was, I was in Italy and these things would come on at night where it would be kind of like call, call in ads. The women are naked and it's just like on network television in Italy. And I sort of like accidentally discovered it. And I just felt this like insane sense of shame afterward Mm. where like Mm -hmm. I felt, I felt uncomfortable looking at my parents for like two weeks.
0: Wow.
1: I felt like I had done something terrible.
0: Well, that's why it was good that we had these puberty books lying around, which I've oh, yeah. referenced before. But I still remember reading a, a passage in one that said, what is the normal? It was like a Q&A part of the book. How normal, what's a normal amount of times to masturbate? And then this, the, the author, who was a woman, by the way, said, because maybe I was reading the book for girls. And the author said, it's normal if you masturbate once a week. It's normal if you masturbate twice a day, whatever works for you. And I was like, okay, as long as I <laughs> fall within that range. Like, what and about then when 10 I got to like day? three or four times a day, I was like, I need a new book.
1: <laughs> Dude, I never got that book though. I read, I must have gotten one like in fifth grade, they gave us one about anatomy, mm. but they never talked about practical things like that. You went to a better
0: No, it wasn't from the school. Oh, it wasn't. My, my parents bought it and then left it around. <laughs> so that we wouldn't have the awkward conversation of like here's this book what's this Read doing it if here? you want dude
1: that is gr- that's what a wonderful parenting
0: maybe but they undid it years later when i was 15 or 16 because they bought this book called raising cain parenting a difficult son <laughs> and they left that one around and it made me feel horrible
1: <laughs> raising cain oh my god you poor thing, dude.
0: I, I that was one they they shouldn't have left around. I think that one they <laughs> left around accidentally, or maybe purposefully to let them know how difficult I was making it for them, dude. I was a difficult kid. Were you really? Man, I was an angsty teenager. I was just jumping out of my skin. I grew up way, I, you know. I was ready. I was ready for college when I was like seventeen. That doesn't surprise for me. sure. I was so done. You know, I went through puberty early. I was bigger than everyone else. I, I could grow a full beard when I was a sophomore in high school, really yeah, yeah uh, you know so i I was just ready to to move out of that, and I was ready to not be under the the purview of my parents, and I just wanted I wanted independence, I was really champing at the bit. A lot of people say chomping at the bit, champing at the bit, oh, that's good, yeah,
1: well, dude, that's interesting, and that doesn't surprise me because I still feel that maturity wise you are like a step ahead even in your current state.
0: I act like a moron, though. I I, I regress at times. I'm
1: sure, I'm sure. But just as far as your ability to, again, I know I'm so impressed by this, but to just keep a nice, clean home. Mm. I just find it so
0: impressive. Thank you.
1: Dude, it's amazing how you learn things on the fly, though, right? Like, in life, a lot of the times, you just learn stuff from, like, chumming it up with your friends or from random shit, you know what I mean? And I think a lot of, like, right, sex stuff kind of is like that, too. But just even, like, I'll be amazed that I'll learn something from a place that I never expected. Like, mm-hmm. have you ever, I, I would always think about how much breast implants cost. I just be like, I wonder how much. And like, for the first time I was listening to a rap song the other day. And the first line of the song, it's a little baby song. He goes, 5,500 for a new pair of titties. I buy them like Jordans. And I was like, <laughs> $5,500 a new pair of titties.
0: I wonder what the- the ranges though, that seems small. That seems low. It to me. seems
1: low, but I also would feel like little baby must be buying good titties for people.
0: It sounds like if he's buying them like Jordans, though, he's buying lots of them, and <laughs> therefore he's probably not going to the best plastic surgeon for each one.
1: That's not a bad idea. That's a, that's a pretty smart thing you just said.
0: Little baby's blowing up. He is doing. He's very doing well. really well. He's having a big year. Little baby also seems like a redundant name.
1: It's funny because Lil Baby was around. Then The Baby came around and started making big big like impact in the music community, and I feel that Lil Baby saw that and was like I need to step it up. I can't be the second baby. I need to be the first
0: baby. Yeah, if anyone had told me there's a little baby and a The Baby, I would have said The Baby probably came first. And then you Lil think? Baby was like his offspring. That's a... <laughs> an offshoot. That's of the baby.
1: The new I've noticed that our listeners really enjoy Francis talking about hip hop matters <laughs> for reasons like this. I would think that Lil Baby was the baby's offspring.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's
1: well. Great. I mean, you it's know, point, man. I,
0: it's crazy. Um, like, let's think. If I came out and I said that my rap name tomorrow was uh, uh Lil Red, right, and then. A couple years later, someone came out and called themselves Big Red, I would be angry.
1: But you'd also be like, you're unoriginal, like there's already a gum called that. And you would be <laughs> arguing that
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you're the superior red. <laughs> Lil Red is better than Big Red. Oh,
0: uh, I would have thought you meant unoriginal because I was already Lil Red. But no, the gum, you're right. right. The cinnamon gum that's not that cinnamony. <laughs>
1: That was my science project, dude, in fifth grade. Which gum maintains its flavor for the longest? Which I felt was like a good project.
0: Not bad. It was fun to do. What'd you settle upon?
1: Actually, it's funny. I remember somehow, but uh, we did Juicy Fruit, Winter Fresh, Double Mint, and Big Red. And Winter Fresh was the one that maintained its flavor for the longest.
0: So, what was your experimental process? <laughs>
1: Chewing on fucking gum, and dude. And timing it, and yeah.
0: just saying, okay. I mean, that almost feels a little subjective to me. Well, you because know... Because who can say when the flavor is finally gone?
1: Right. It was under the assumption that all humans process the flavor of a gum in a similar way.
0: Big, big guess. I hope That's I outlined so, that properly. Y- you know, you were taking a lot of scientific liberties. I don't know if I would trust that. Today.
1: <laughs> but, dude, I felt, I felt that it was clever because everybody else was doing, like, stuff about soil and shit. You know what I mean? It was yeah, Much boring. more fun to do. Boring. Boring.
0: Yeah. boring well dude
1: it is crazy duh baby and lil baby like conventional wisdom would say how on earth is that not going to affect either of your like success because people are going to be confused but I think hip hop is so mainstream and so popular that duh and lil and everybody being called lil in fact does not take away necessarily
0: there's so many ASAPs
1: right you know there's so
0: many ASAPs and yet people seem to be able to distinguish between them absolutely not me you can't? I don't know any of the ASAPs, and I, I have a hard time with the Lils.
1: So, <laughs> for example, who... Lil
0: Yachty. What, what, what's his deal?
1: Lil Yachty? He I mean... wears
0: the same hair that Serena Williams had for many years. <laughs> it's the colorful beads from her early years. So there you go. Right? That's how... I, I know that, but only, I only know him from his complex closets with sneakers.
1: Oh, right. Yeah.
0: I don't know any of his music. Is he doing well? I only assume he's doing well because of the sneakers that he has.
1: He is doing reasonably well. Lil Yachty. He also that?
0: seems like a pretty good guy. I kind of like him. He seems, I, I agree. Mm. He <laughs> yeah. doesn't seem like a troublemaker. He, he doesn't he drink, smoke. He only like, eats wild food. Wow. That's his advice. Uh, yeah. I've been okay. hearing a
1: lot of rappers talking about being vegan as well. The new things that rappers talk about and also Adderall. At, rappers love to talk about Adderall really? and I actually feel like in th- I, I it update, I still have not taken Adderall in 2020 oh. wow, I, that's no. long
0: how long has it been?
1: since the beginning of 2020
0: I you seem very together
1: thanks, I appreciate it I feel, I have, there are moments where I wish I had it but for the most part, it's fine
0: do you think you'll ever go back?
1: no, dude, I miss it the same way I miss smoking darts dude, <laughs> oh, <laughs> every man. once in a while I'll see someone fucking smoking a dart I'll be like, oh man but like for the most part, I don't miss it. Mm. Like it's fine. But rappers, I think, are doing a disservice to people who need Adderall because they talk about how casually they pop Addies and they don't need sleep or to eat, and that's obviously abusing the drug.
0: Mm-hmm. So, not good. Not good. I was watching the movie with Andy Samberg about the time loop. Palm oh, how Springs.
1: was that? It's good. I gotta watch it.
0: It was good. It's different from Groundhog Day. Right. In that, and I'm not giving anything away here because it happens in the first 5 minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. But you come into the time loop situation where the main character has been in it already for a long time. Gotcha. And I like that. That's a different take on it cuz he's adjusted and then he you built the world around that. But I also one of the things that I loved about The Little Dicky Show. Did you watch that? Mm-hmm. I heard it's amazing. It is spectacular. I've heard it's amazing. Spectacular how good that show is. Dave. Um, one of the things I loved about that is that you come into his story at a time when he's already had some success. Mm-hmm. So you're not just learning; it's not just the life of Little Dicky, right? And he'll throw some flashbacks in there. But I like um, coming in and not starting from the ground up. Your typical like, how did you make it? Right. Where was your big break? Thing. Um, he's already had some breaks. He's already whatever. Cool. Um, he's so funny. It's incredible. The like, Justin Bieber cameo in that show kills me. Uh, I have to watch it. I haven't yeah, seen you it. I heard it's it.
1: really, really good. I'm not, I'm not surprised that it's really yeah.
0: good. Yeah.
1: Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now, and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I'd then turn the microphone to the, all of you sitting in the stadium, and you would all yell, Anchor, Anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also, it's our podcast. And you, there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, Anchor.fm, download it now.
0: So I got a haircut. I do. I, I to ask you about it. Let's hear it. I want to tell you about this. Um here's the thing I, I i've stopped really caring about my parents because my girlfriend moved in and basically to me that means you know she can't go anywhere um <laughs> she's not a flight risk if i were to get you know a bad haircut <laughs> i'm not worried about that so it, you know it's not a flight risk you know? love, it, love it, so uh i instead of going to you know making an appointment at the place that i usually like to get my hair cut um, I just was like, fuck it. I don't care. And I wandered into a random place that said, you know, haircut's $24. And they were so excited that I came in. They couldn't believe it.
1: There's just no one there? There's nobody getting haircuts Is that in right New York now. City? Yeah,
0: right on the corner here. Oh, nice. Just the closest place. And I wandered in, and I'm going to be honest. when uh, With getting haircuts, I have a little bit of a gender bias.
1: Interesting. I do too. Actually, I
0: much prefer to have my hair cut by a man than a woman. And I'm sorry, it's just how I feel. Um, I'm the
1: complete. I'm the opposite. I prefer you a are a woman. I'm glad that we have. And I'd like to hear you. To your me, it's like it, you, you have know,
0: very different
1: hair type. We also have so different, different hair. So that's why. Yeah,
0: because I, I walk into a barbershop, shop, I want to be able to say I want a boy's haircut, and that's the whole direction, and they know what to give me, and it's very close every time. Interesting. Um, so I just, yeah, I just get like a regular fade, whatever, a little, like take an inch off the top. That's, it's just so basic, but it's like, to me, it's like, uh, how a woman would want a female, uh, OBGYN, right. a Gynecologist. I think some women want a female gynecologist because you presumably, you know, you, 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 you've dealt with it yourself.
1: It's definitely a more intimate part of the body, but I understand what you mean by
0: that. I want a man to cut my hair because he's used to he's having man male
1: man hair. hair. <laughs> he's a man with man so, hair. So
0: of course there's a man, you know, finishing up some other guy in there, and then there's a woman free, and the woman waves me over and I'm like, all right, well, I don't have a choice. So I go sit down. By the way, I had just finished playing tennis. I was soaked oh, God. in sweat. And I apologized up front. I was like, listen, I'm really sweaty. I'm happy to run home and shower if that would make everyone more comfortable. They're like, no, no, no. We will wash. We will wash. We'll wash you. They washed my hair. Yeah.
1: Dude, before you just said hair, this sounded like you were going to a rub and tug spot. <laughs> You're like, I walked in. This guy was finishing somebody off. The girl's ready. I was
0: like, should I shower? I'm gross. She's like, no, we'll wash you here. <laughs> Dude, I have a story, <laughs> by the way, uh, which I want to tell you about after we finish this haircut thing about a friend of mine. And I'll... I'll
1: <laughs> Quote, unquote, a friend no, of mine. It really, no, it really is, okay, and okay. you'll see. But, <laughs>
0: okay, okay. okay. So I go, and I, you know, she gives me the hair wash in the sink where you tilt your head back. Now, this woman was probably 4'11". Very I'm short. Compact. And she was probably, like, she's from, you know, presumably Eastern Europe. Okay. Uh, so she could have been anywhere from like fifty to a hundred. You know, <laughs> just like makes a mean stew. I'm sure. I've never heard that. In like winter. once Eastern
1: Europeans get over fifty, you have no fucking no idea. I just That's have funny. no
0: idea how many wars she's lived through. <laughs> you know, like how many shawls does she have? How <laughs> many times she, has she wrapped herself in a blanket <laughs> to endure? So, um. Anyway, I uh I get in into the chair, right? And she lowers the chair all the way. And even then, she's too short to cut the top of my head. Oh my god. With me sitting up. Hilarious. So she keeps asking me to slouch, right? Now, barbershop chairs aren't that comfortable as is. But if you're slouching and you're starting to create that triangle of space between the back of the chair, the bottom of the chair, and your back, where your back would be the hypotenuse. (laughs) It gets more and more uncomfortable the more acute that triangle becomes. And And so I'm bringing my hair down for this woman so that she can, and even then she still can't see. She's working blind up top. (laughs) She's fine on the sides, but up top it's blind. It's like she's a librarian dusting the top shelves (laughs) of the books, you know? (laughs) She can't, she can't, she's just guessing. She's guessing. And so she's then creating that little like tuft and cutting and maybe she can see, but she's sort of pulling it her way. So I'm trying to, then I'm trying to like tilt my head to the side so she can see better. That's throwing her angles off. She didn't learn that way. Right. And I'm like, at at a certain point, you're in the wrong job. What are you doing here? You're too short to be a barber. And you know i don't know i don't know what to say because i felt bad but i couldn't go any lower in the chair and my back is screaming i'm deeply uncomfortable (laughs) you know what i mean and she's
1: sitting there like this
0: yeah she's just she's just wrapped in a (laughs) like like (laughs) talking to the other guy Francis, no, no, no. Exactly, it's like you know, you know how how many neighbors did you have to go forage for butter from? You know what I mean? Like at a certain point, you you know that that woman had to go find butter at one point. Exactly, that's exactly what it is. This poor woman, she got a mole with like ten hairs coming out of it that you could create an escape route with. So, all right, yeah, it's fucking great. That's hilarious. So <laughs> So, you know, we finished the haircut, I guess, and I'm just like, "All right, uh, thank God. I, I really don't care about having a good haircut. Um, it's fine." Your hair
1: looks great. It's fine. I think it's your fine. hair look I I was thinking when I walked in here that you looked great.
0: Well, I appreciate that. Same. It you you notice your own haircuts right. more more clearly than than other people. But it's fine. You know what I mean? Um, but uh I just I just thought about that. I was like, you know, at some point there are physical restrictions that prevent you from working certain <laughs> jobs, right? It's true. She needs a better stool. I gave up on my NBA dreams in eighth grade when I realized I just didn't have the discipline to learn how to shoot free throws enough to be a white guy in the NBA. Right, right. If you want to be a white guy in the NBA, you either need to be seven feet tall in German or you right. need to shoot 93% from the right. line. <laughs> 100%. Those are the two parameters. And eventually transition to becoming a coach.
1: That's very accurate. It's very
0: accurate. Where, and, and I didn't have that. That wasn't in the cards for me. So I gave up. Those were my, my physical restrictions prevented me from carrying out my dreams of being in the NBA. This woman <laughs> should know that she can't cut hair because she's not tall enough. Or get a, get a booster stool. Have a stepladder. Something. Yeah,
1: or some calcium. Yeah, but she stops shrinking, dude.
0: God, I, I wonder how many like how many you know potato famines just stunted her growth,
1: dude. It's tough out there, man. <laughs> it's fucking tough out there, dude. I like I like getting my hair cut by a woman just because I feel like they listen to me mm. more. I feel like guys just don't listen. I'm like, can you do this? <laughs> like, I'll show I'll show them a picture of what I look like when I the way I want my hair, and I'm like, can you do that? And they look and they look and they're like, yeah but i feel like if i do that to a guy he's like yeah yeah, yeah. and then he just does whatever he wants and then yeah. i come out looking
0: that's that's male egotism right Dude, that's-
1: one thing that i get annoyed about when i'm getting my hair cut and forgive me if this is like ridiculous but tell me if you notice this you know when they're like cutting your hair with the scissors and then in between the cutting they do this quick move to get the hair out when they start getting too like cavalier with that it gets like annoying they're just like
0: and they do like the little thing to get the
1: hair off it and then they start using the layering scissors where they're like
0: I like that though. It's like, alright. What you're describing to me sounds like someone who knows what they're doing.
1: I mean, I you know, I This hope so. woman
0: yesterday did not know. I think it was her first time cutting hair. <laughs> I mean it. She let me tell you something. The cords for the buzzers, which are very heavy cords, those are waterproof cords. Those are like surge protected cords. Right? The the buzzer is plugged okay, in. Okay, yeah, yeah. And it's a heavy Heavy, like could could be a generator. Cord. Dude,
1: when you turn it on, it like it's like you shot a gun, it like jerks back in your hand yes. Yeah, I know. It's but, hilarious. The,
0: but the actual wiring, right? It's not a thin right. wire, it's a thick, heavy cord. That she she couldn't maneuver it around my body. She it was laying across me, and then she would spin me and it would get caught up on my shoulder or neck, and we'd have to like undo me like I was a dog on a leash. <laughs> And and at some point, if you can't, navigating the cords of the haircut should be the first thing you learn. Mm. She didn't, she couldn't do it.
1: She just couldn't physically handle it. So, dude, let me ask you, though. Like, do you feel that there is, because your hair is pretty, like, I guess it's, like, pretty straight.
0: Yeah, pretty basic. My haircuts are very basic. But
1: I mean it in the sense that, like, I've heard that that's harder hair to cut because it settles the way it is. Whereas, like, mine sort of, like, gets a life of its own. So, when I get an uneven haircut... It doesn't really matter because you can't mm-hmm. really tell. Because mm-hmm. my hair kind of has like little flippy, yeah, your flippy Your hair is
0: flips. askance and therefore uh, you don't need to get it cut such that it would be scant.
1: What does that mean?
0: Askance is like disheveled or all over the place. Gotcha, gotcha, like, gotcha. I think. Fuck. Thanks. Yeah. No, that's no, all right. Got to look it's it right? up. Nope. Because I can't say wrong words to people on this podcast. People rely on me.
1: I love that though. I love that's That's a classic thing that Francis is capable of doing hurling hurling an insult that you don't even understand he's like you look scant i'm like all right
0: yeah see this is what i was okay, worried I about like dude this is what i was r- worried about what happened it's not i didn't i didn't use the right word and now i'm ashamed
1: it doesn't happen often folks mark it down
0: it's um with disapproval or distrust scornfully right mm-hmm. so a look uh, give me a look he looked askance like an askance look the, they eyed the stranger askance means they looked at him with suspicion right. the way right?
1: that you looked at the lady cutting your hair
0: yeah, and yours is just all over the place po- like you you right. yeah, not yes oh, I'm losing my mind that's bad, that's bad, dude.
1: <laughs> tell me how you really feel, dude oh, Jesus, I showered today, I mean, in case you were in case you were wondering. Jesus Christ talking dumb in here, dude
0: um. <laughs> God, I'll tell you, dude, uh, my girlfriend left this weekend. Mm-hmm. She went to see some friends, and it was the first time since COVID that we have spent any night apart.
1: Wow, how was that? Did you just fucking crank it ten times?
0: Dude, let me tell you something. I was really looking forward to this time to myself. Um, just because it, it had been, I don't know, four or five months since I'd slept alone. Crazy. Since I'd been really... Just had the freedom to eat guilt free mm-hmm. shit, whatever. And by Sunday afternoon, it was so apparent to me how necessary she is for the health and well being of my life. Wow. L- let me tell you something. When I say that I let myself go this weekend, I've never, it's never happened so quickly before. Frank, I have please, become I'm, I'm, I'm so. Curious. Dependent upon my girlfriend for good living. For going to, uh, dude, I went to bed at 4 a.m. on Friday night (laughs) and I went to bed at 3 30 a.m. on Saturday night. And it's not like I was out. Really? I was home, just watching TV. I ate a full meal at 2 in the morning, not that fucked up on Friday night.
1: Wow. And had you eaten a normal dinner as well?
0: problem was i ate a very early dinner like 5 p.m uh, yeah it's probably like five or six it was like a mm-hmm. late lunch early dinner and then i went and hung out with my friend abba mm-hmm. and we drank like uh we split a six pack of beer and a couple sites seltzers or whatever
1: which is that those these days that gets you fucking blasted i bet totally dude it's incredible hello my tolerance it's yeah and
0: then we smoked a joint and then i got home right and got home around like 11 and i was like all right I could go to bed right now and I'd be fine. I should go to bed. But I turned on the TV and I smoked a little bit more weed and I started watching that show Dave hmm. on FX and it's 22-minute episodes and by the fifth episode I was hungry. And I went into the fridge and I had this mindset of like, well, maybe maybe if I just eat an a meal my body will think my day was just shifted later. Right. Does that make sense? I mean, I ate, that
1: sounds like you justifying eating.
0: Like... I woke up kind of late, and I ate like an 11 a.m. breakfast. Oh, okay. And then a 5 p.m. late so you're, lunch. Okay, so you're like, that was my lunch. So this gotcha. is my third meal dinner. of the day at 2 in the morning. Right. And that's not how I should have thought about this. Right. Because what I should have done is if I had just had a little treat, Or a little something. It would have been fine. But I was like, well, I need to eat a balanced meal at 2 in the morning. So I heated up some rice and vegetables. I poured this chipotle mayo over the top. I ate that. And then I ate some chicken. Mm -hmm. Right? And then I ate uh, half a pint of ice cream. Mm -hmm. And the reality is, I'm just eating 2,000 calories at 2 in the morning.
1: You think it was that many? Probably.
0: Probably. Maybe fifteen hundred. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It was a it was a lot, dude. Yeah. Did you feel like shit the next day? Well, you wake up and two things happen. One, you have to go to the bathroom right when Mm -hmm. you wake up in the morning, and two, you're not hungry for breakfast until like eleven a.m. Again, so the cycle just repeats itself.
1: It's a good way to kind of get into a bad habit. I like
0: to eat like eight eight fifteen in the morning, so that I'm hungry for first lunch by Mm eleven, hungry for second lunch by two thirty, and then hungry for dinner at like seven thirty. Those four meals—that's like that's, that's my routine. That's how you do it. Yeah. Interesting.
1: Yeah, you're very disciplined normally, but dude, you know what? They also say it's good to throw in a wild card, shitty meal. Here do they? There. Yeah.
0: They say it's fine to eat heated up rice okay. with vegetables <laughs> and chipotle mayo at two in the morning.
1: Well, the idea that like if your body has to fight to get its insulin levels down again, it keeps your metabolism going. If you do that every once in a while, I've heard. Mm. I don't know. You know what's funny, you dude? Feel better.
0: People see the way they I eat and they always tell me enjoy it while it lasts. They always they always damn me. They don't understand though. They don't they they tell me it's going to run out that the meta- my metabolism's going to slow down. And I'm sure it will. But I don't need you to fucking remind me.
1: But also you eat so healthily. Do they understand that?
0: They see me on my cheat days when things right. get haywire.
1: Right. When you have a few drinks and whatever and this is a testament to you Having a much better life than
0: that I spent $200 on pie the other day.
1: <laughs> did you really?
0: I did a caviar order from Petey's Pie Company. Oh, I think I know that. I and that the, they didn't have single slices of key lime pie available. They only had full pies. That was a $44 pie. Hilarious. And then I, ex- I get excited a lot about variety, right? And so I then bought another pie's worth of individual slices of different kinds. Right, so I bought eight slices of different types oh, of Oh wow, how fucking fun, dude! That's how fun, right? That's so fun. I say two hundred dollars. It wasn't two hundred. I spent one hundred and thirty, which is still a lot. Still for pie. a lot, man. One hundred and thirty dollars. Because then what happens is you get up to like eighty-five, ninety dollars. There's a fifteen dollar right stealing fee. Yeah. There's a twelve dollar life tax. You know, <laughs> you gotta donate six dollars to the, the march the, of the Dimes. homeless. Dude, it's all built in, and then there's a twelve dollar suggested tip, and you're like, Well, if I don't go to fifteen, the courier's not gonna pedal as hard on his bike, <laughs> and I want this pie as quickly as possible. <laughs> so that's what my mindset is, and it gets up to $130, 140 dollars pretty quick.
1: That's crazy, dude. Yeah, that was bad. Pies I mean, pie's such a classic treat.
0: I love pie more than anything. I know you do. Pie is my favorite. Oh my god, a good fruit pie, as long as it's not too gelatinous. I don't like the gelatinous.
1: Agreed, that's really lazy. Yeah, it's just all like gooey. Mm -hmm. What's your
0: like top three pies right now? Strawberry rhubarb is number one. Yep, bet a lot of people didn't see that coming. (laughs) And then I like a Maine blueberry pie, and it better be Maine. I don't want some bullshit blueberries from your greenhouse <laughs> that are covered in pesticides. I want tiny little deer dropping blueberries. Oh,
1: you don't like those big juicy boys? I want
0: blueberries that we 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 animals ran through. Right. You know. I like that. I like that for my number two, and then I and then I like an apple crumble in the fall. Uh, like an apple crumble with a crumble. I want it real crumbly. Love a good like seasonal the, treat. Like the top of a piece of coffee cake.
1: Yeah.
0: I want that on top of my pie. Those are probably my three. Chocolate <laughs> pecan would be coming in fourth. Mom makes her mean chocolate pecan at Thanksgiving. Do
1: you like cheesecake? Mmm.
0: Very particular about mm-hmm. my cheesecake. I think so much cheesecake is done haphazardly. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of people who think, well, it's like pizza. We it doesn't have to be that good. We can get away with it, right? So a very good cheesecake, yes, will be spectacular. But most cheesecake, you think nobody cared when they made this. <laughs> And that bugs me. bad cheesecake is totally forgettable.
1: Bad cheesecake is totally forgettable. Yeah, and that's very factual. Um, you had a story you wanted to tell before about your friend?
0: Oh, the, yeah. Uh, yeah. what was that about? Was Robin, it about Tug? mass,
1: Robin tugs Robin tugs?
0: Okay, get this. So this was a, to- a story I was told secondhand, so I wasn't there for this. but a buddy of mine and his friend, and we—I know his friend. His friend is very. Let me paint him a little bit. He's very uh, kind of shy. P- does not stray from the patch of path of righteousness very often. You know, isn't prone to trouble. He's been dating his high school sweetheart. Now he's married to her. Uh, never did anything crazy. Like makes good money. Just, just a, a boy scout, but not preachy about it.
1: Mm-hmm, love that.
0: Um. So, this guy and my buddy went to a rub and... No, they didn't go to a rub and tug. Excuse me. That's not right. They went to a regular place to get massages. Mm. And my friend had a woman and his buddy, the guy we're talking about, had a man. And after the massage, they... Came out and they like met in the locker room and were talking, and my buddy was like, "How much did you tip your woman?" And my friend was like, "Oh, I didn't tip. Why would I have tipped? It was like a spa fee or whatever." And the guy, his friend, was like, "You know, for the for the thing they did at the end." And my friend was like, "What?" He goes, "You know, the the happy ending." Dude, he got a happy ending from a man, (laughs) a male masseuse.
1: That's, and he just thought that that was like he thought it was normal.
0: Oh my god, he's not gay.
1: That's crazy.
0: And he was like, I just thought that was part of the routine. He thought because this guy that's That's real told him to flip over and like started doing this, and the guy, my my buddy's friend didn't have the heart to to say, like didn't know enough to think that that was not normal. Cause he'd probably heard about happy endings and he probably just assumed since he was being guided toward this, that it didn't matter the gender of the person who did it to you. Wow.
1: That I, that feels like a very makeable error on your friend's part or whoever this guy is. I
0: know. And and the only thing that would stop me from having that happen is the fact that my mind is dirty. Like I've, i I know enough about the world of rub and tugs to know
1: that that is, that not. it
0: would, that it would be a woman because I'm, I'm in that realm. Like I've been broken by that. Right. But if you were so innocent about life that you, that this happened to you. <laughs> you could assume that that was normal.
1: Totally. But I, I also understand the the vantage point of like, it's so uncomfortable to be like, I don't want that to happen, that you just let them do it instead of having have to, them be so uncomfortable and, oh, I'm so sorry, I thought that you...
0: I don't... Th- exactly.
1: Would you rather just get the handjob from the guy at that point, straight man out there, or would you stop him?
0: I think most and Be honest people, with yourselves. I think most people listening to this would say that they would speak up and they would stop it from happening. Of course. But that's because you are reacting to our telling of it. Exactly. It's very hard to put yourself in a totally like, it might, for all I know it might've been his first massage ever too. Could have been. And to put yourself in the vantage point of like believing the, the world is a good place that a professional who's giving you a massage understands the process better than you do. So you're in their hands.
1: Exactly. And the same way they were draining the fascia out of the back, out of your back, they were draining the semen scientifically out of your penis. Right. And there's this element of it that you can actually detach sexuality from it. Exactly. And I can see you being like, oh, well he was just, you know, unclogging my fuck. You know what I mean?
0: Totally. Like when you go get a car wash and at the end, there's some, thing that comes out and you're like i didn't know that's how you washed a car
1: absolutely yeah what's this red shit on my windshield
0: right Dude, a 100 so you know the question would be too like did he enjoy it
1: sure he did i'm sure he did i mean he tipped the man he tipped the man didn't he
0: right i just think <laughs> i don't know man i think that for me that naivete is so deeply rooted because you know i i'm not saying like massage porn is my thing but i've i've seen enough thumbnails or i've watched enough massage scenes yeah. to know that it's like it's a woman on a you know a you woman know, on a man yeah
1: you that the other question is then also you wonder if that guy now is feels like he just learned something about himself and that's why he's bringing it up to prove to himself that he's naive whereas he was actually very turned on and, right and is it attracted to men in a way that he maybe knew or did not know
0: it's possible my my buddy who told me this said that he's never brought it up again with that guy because he doesn't want to make him feel bad or ask really difficult questions of himself
1: totally or just being a dick right? Eat, making you, fun of him and can't him.
0: really make, I mean, that's a, that's a big thing. Right. That's a big life event. Absolutely. To be jerked off to completion by a man. <laughs> Dude. Uh, absolutely. Without really consenting to it or absolutely. considering what was happening.
1: Your friend handled that well. Cause he could be a total dick and like kind of take shots at him without actually doing it. Being like, yeah, man, but you know, you, you know what they say? Nothing can make you come like the hands of a man. Right. Right. Dave?
0: Right. Right. <laughs> 15, was it 15%? Uh, remember? What should we tip for these margaritas? I don't know. What comes at the end, right? You could totally fuck with him, and you could ruin his psyche. You could make him extremely, like, it could turn into a traumatic event. But instead, it's this thing that they just sort of, like, blew past, and for, in his mind, is probably still normal unless he listens to this podcast.
1: It's really no, it's not a big deal. There's no reason for that guy to like go have some crisis over it, but it is a hilarious situation and I can see how it could be a complicated situation more often than you might imagine just listening to this.
0: You know, what's going to be amazing, dude, sexuality is evolving so quickly that uh, our kids are, if we have sons, it's entirely possible that they will experiment in college with other boys. Oh, like
1: making out with guys at parties? the way the Or more. Are. Right.
0: And emerge on the other side and say, you know what? I'm still straight, right? Totally. And when we were coming up, if you did anything with a dude, you were gay. That, was, right. that was, what was what you were told.
1: And in a way that would actually affect your opportunities with the girls in your school.
0: And I think a lot of guys our age, growing up, young men, who may have had instincts that pushed them towards wanting to be intimate with other men, didn't do so not because they preferred women, but more because they feared the repercussions right. of that getting out. Right, right. Right. At the time, it was unfortunately with being something stigmatized that was taboo. As, as being gay, and meanwhile. There was like a running joke of 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 women having a period of experimenting with other women in college. Right, it's almost like a rite of passage. It was fetishized. It was whatever, glorified in a way. And um, I would be interested to see if young young boys at some point in the near future, college kids, whatever, can do that kind of stuff. Be open about it. And then end up, you know, preferring women and, and marrying women and right. having it not be weird at it all. Be
1: and and you know, it feels like in certain, in many circles that you and I are both familiar with, it's already like, like that. Like I know guys who, like, date women who are open about the fact that they've been with men. Really? hmm I don't you, you know-, know. Yes, you do. We can talk about it after. But you do know some, you know, in the comedy community and stuff. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Um, i had something i had two gay roommates
0: in college my freshman year and they would tell me about football players who would hit them up on the side got like multiple guys on the football team who were you know supposedly straight who would secretly message them and be late at night and be like what are you up to like want to come over right and sometimes they'd be like they would be like, I'm not interested. Like, he's not cute. Right, right, right. You know, you think just because you, everyone thinks you're straight that I'm, no, I'm not interested. Like, they were, the hot, the, the gay guys were too hot for these right, guys. Right, 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 right. Love that. And that was funny to me. But I definitely got some dirt because yeah. of my roommates.
1: I don't think it's like that uncommon of a thing. Yeah. Amazing. Sure, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, dude, have you ever, this reminds me of the fact that I have actually lost girlfriends to other women.
0: I've never, I've never lost a girlfriend to a woman, but I have dated women who then later decided that they were only going to date women going forward.
1: It's a crazy thing. Um, And just especially, it's such a a different beast than being jealous of a guy. Because I saw it happening. I watched it happening. And I was kind of like, is this happening? And I was like, holy shit.
0: This was while you were in a relationship?
1: yeah. And like, how on earth do you compete with the soft touch of a woman
0: <laughs> how on earth do you compete the with that attentiveness from the... from a
1: recipient who's longing that soft touch yeah. how on earth do you compete
0: with it? that's a one-sided fight it's
1: different like if you're jealous of a guy you can go fucking work out like there's things you yeah. can do to get or you more... can be like i'm gonna
0: beat his ass
1: yeah <laughs> right with a it's really difficult to fend off a woman
0: what can you do if you are trying to vie for the heart of a woman and you're competing with another woman, what, what would you do to improve your chances?
1: Um, I would say you just got to be yourself, dude. It's your only fucking shot. Like truly be right. yourself what, and be comfortable. What with yourself. could
0: a man offer a woman that another woman could not offer that same woman?
1: Fucking big, warm, throbbing penis, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. <laughs> the warm throbbing is the only thing you can offer.
0: That doesn't seem like a winning argument. I agree. I, I don't think that's going to get you across the finish line. I, I
1: definitely agree with you, but I'm saying that's the one unique thing you can offer in that situation. And and maybe she doesn't even care. And I know that there's way more efficient ways. To I'm trying to think come, about but...
0: like, okay, well, you know, maybe, you know, if, if, if the person who's you're competing with is like some dainty 120-pound woman, you could say to the girl you like, you know, well, if we run into trouble in the street i have a better chance of protecting you
1: <laughs> i think once you're at the point where you're having to have that conversation you've already lost yes where you're trying to explain the pros and cons of being with you over them well maybe you lost.
0: could start taking martial arts and really try to push up that that piece that differentiator that's true but the next thing you know that other girl's gonna pick up boxing classes and now she's or, a combat specialist too. Yeah,
1: that, that would be very bad. You wouldn't want to end up in that situation. But we could, this is a callback to a, an earlier episode. You could always hire a professional hitman.
0: Oh, God. Yeah, that's a out. last resort. It's a yeah. last resort.
1: But you got an extra 50 to 100K laying around. Mm,
0: casually ask the girl you like, like, what happened to that other girl? And she's like, I don't <laughs> know. They, they found two perfectly spaced bullets in the back of her brain. <laughs> looks like she was executed while she was kneeling. I don't know. She must have been in with some bad people. You're like, oh my god, who knew? Was she, was she in like drug dealer or something? You know? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You start, you start going after her character posthumously. You're like, gosh, she must. I always knew she was no good. Dude, oh man, tough out there.
0: Well, listen. Hopefully, it never comes to that. But uh, I you know, fuck, man. Good, <laughs> good luck to any men out there who are competing for women with other women. That's, yeah, uh, that's it's a, that's a tough one. It's a losing paddle an uphill climb. We're oops, the podcast. It's another fun episode. Thanks for a great week, everybody. We will uh, see you next week. I'm Francis. He's Julio. And uh, thanks. Yeah. Thanks guys.
1: And yeah. Check out our YouTube channel.
0: Hmm.